Yo, we, we do this thing where where we always start the podcast and we've been talking for like a half hour and so we're like, shit. We, we, you just missed about 30 minutes worth of reviews already. So guys, <laughs> see you next time. It's been real. It's been real. It's Reg. It's Stone. <laughs> no, what's, what's good? It's Reg and Stone Talk Music. How are you guys doing today? Ooh, in a winter relapse in New York City. <laughs> Don't tell me about it. Yo, it was 80, was 80 degrees, 75 degrees, and now down to like, you know, 30-something. It was a lot of sexy toes out there. Now it's a lot of dirty Uggs. (laughs) Windy as fuck. Uh, Come on, son. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know what you blame us on. Is this global warming, or is this like... It's it's the world's ending, obviously. (laughs) We've we've got war in Syria, (laughs) impeachment, Brexit. You can't send the Starbucks anymore. You can't send the Starbucks anymore. It's just, you know, it's it's about time we just let... (laughs) We have to to let the Lord into our life now. That's all. (laughs) And it'll cure everything. That's the thing. Are you going to be on the corner (laughs) with the Jehovah's Witnesses? I'm out there hanging out Cardi B CDs. (laughs) (laughs) The true Lord and Savior of New York City. Oh, so yeah, let's talk about Cardi B. Um, Has anybody heard of this person called Cardi B? Because I've never uh, heard of that person. I hear she, she, she. You know, she's a a very small independent artist. Really nice. You know, Um, does she rap? Does she sing? She, she does a little bit rapping. Oh, nice. You know, yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. So yeah, I see good things in her future. (laughs) Uh, No, so uh, Invasion of Privacy uh, dropped last week. I mean, we're a little bit late, but I've been out of town. I've been in New Orleans all week, uh, so I'm just getting back like like yesterday. Uh, so you know, we it's not like we, we're late to the game. And you aren't that late because the numbers are still coming in, and yeah. she's beating Taylor Swift numbers. So it's it's just really we're still in victory. Well, in that I mode. mean, you know, Taylor Swift trying to get that Earth, Wind, and Fire money. Oof, um, that's a whole other story. Yeah, I know, I know. Anyway, banjo, banjo. Who would hear some you know what? fire you, song and think you know it needs what? more banjo? She, she's trolling. She was just trolling. Oh. She, she knows. I, I, I think she knows. What she, like, I, I thought she was clueless. I thought she was just. No, no. She knows what she's doing. It's it's. She knows exactly what she's doing. And the thing is, she could actually, if anybody, I wouldn't be like, it's not going to be as so far as good. But I would imagine she could pull off a decent cover. Like Taylor Swift knows the stuff. Like she, she's a musician. Like she's like she's yeah. totally clueless. But you know what? I, I, would, I wouldn't trust Miley Cyrus to a a fucking September cover over Taylor Swift. Yes. Like country Miley Cyrus over Taylor Swift any day. Yeah, but that's because deep down, because Miley, even in her weird, confused way, has some sense of soul. And yeah, no, I mean, at least she has a little bit. Where Taylor, yeah. Taylor is like, again, you know, as we always, as they already said, that she put the raisins in, in, the, in the fucking... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> In the macaroni and the potato salad. In the potato salad, you know. So, uh, so yeah. anyway, back to Cardi B. Um, you know, happy for Cardi B. You know, happy to see that she's out here. She's pulling numbers. Um, crazy know, numbers. Crazy numbers. Crazy numbers. Like, Crossover numbers. Yeah, I mean, it's it's good to see. It's good to see a, a woman, uh, female rapper. You know, like starting to pull like Drake numbers. You know, because I, I I think we've missed that for a long, long, long time. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm, I'm glad to see that happening. Uh, she, the album itself is really dope. Yeah. It, it's, it's, it's great in a way where it's consistently, it would have been very easy for her to kind of go very pop and be yeah. very, Oh, here's a song of Ed Sheeran or here's a song <laughs> of like Katy Perry. Or, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You yeah. Know, but no, it's literally, it's, it's a, it's a great, it's a great trap mixtape, which is weird because Every year, there's like two or three great ones. Rick Ross is dropping one every year. Yeah, yeah. That's how we have the Migos now. You know, you, you always had these great things. And for some reason, it seemed like female rappers are never a part of this wave. Yeah. So finally, you have this great one that just dropped and like it's crossing over. So good for her. Like, it's on her terms. Yeah, yeah. And it's great, too, because, you know, unlike you know, Migos, it's 13 tracks. It's not like 25. Jesus, yeah. It's super concise. But every song, like, knocks. Every song is kind of punchy, you know. Um, the 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 guests are, are good. They benefit her, which I was a little worried about just because Cardi kind of has her own vibe. So. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, the biggest surprise for me was arguably the worst choice on paper that I like it like that cover. 
where they had that whole like sample. Like, oh the yeah, most cliched, yeah. And yeah. it should have been horrible, but they pull it off. Like it was a dope song. Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a dope song. Yeah, it's a dope song. And then, and that was the one that had like the 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 dude, the the Bad Bunny. And, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it's a dope song. Like like, and that's gonna be a crossover hit. I think. Like that's gonna be like that whole you know. Yeah, the, 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 like like that next wave. Yeah, but, but like you said, it it should not have worked because that's like most cliched song of course. ever. Of course. <laughs> but they flip it. They give it a little trap to it. You got these two dope reggaeton. Artists, yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. yeah, so uh, so no, I mean, I, I think you know, Cardi and whoever is behind her, um, did a really good job with the album. Like, I mean, I I don't even know this because I, I think that it was very New York too, which even though it's trap and even though you had she had that, it, like it still had that kind of East Coast sensibility, which is not like you know, like she's put out like what two or three mixtapes prior to. Anything with Bodak Yellow, which is a little bit more on like the East Coast side anyway. So like you know she's been doing that for a long time, but you know it it, it kind of showed that they weren't just jumping on that trend. Yes, it kind of showed you know it showed that they're at least injecting you know her personality and like her background and you know she's from the Bronx. Yeah, it could have been all auto tune, but it's literally just like she's speaking to you like that, like you know. Like she, like she might slap it at any given second. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. So, uh, so no, I mean, it, it was good. Um, I, I'm really sad to see now this kind of beef between Cardi and Nicki. Um, they fell into the trap. I felt like people were kind of egging them on, and yeah. I don't know if it's because of you know, because Nicki had dropped her own stuff recently, which is all right to be honest. Not yeah, n- it's, nothing, it's, nothing to really write home about. Yeah, but uh, and then you kind of see it where it's just like, well, you know, I felt like because it was dumb. It was they were arguing over a song and who had placement on the song and who said what's name on the song and I didn't like the fact that you when she went on an interview she didn't shout me out. It's very like kindergarten for no real reason. It was super weird. It was super weird. I mean, I I thought that Nicki's track Chun Li was dope. Oh wow. I mean, I, I thought it was dope. I mean, I, I like I look. Nicki Minaj is going to be a better rapper than Cardi B. Does Nicki Minaj rap though? Yeah, she does. Now she does. We haven't. We haven't heard Nicki Minaj rap for like I five mean, years. Look, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> every every everybody b- brings up like like I'm going to be referencing this brunch that I went to earlier because we talked about the same thing. Everybody's going to be referencing pills and potions. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so like when I say Nicki Minaj is dope, pills and potions. Yeah, no, but she had a lot. <laughs> and it goes to the thing, you know, I think, and, and I don't want to diss, I think it goes, I don't want to diss Nicki Minaj because I kind of see why she did what she did. Because I think the fact of where, so like, you know, like you have Cardi B coming out, like you said, very New York, you know, very, very East Coast stomp album. And I think is if you think about back to when like Nicki Minaj got put on, it was before Young Thug blew up. It was before Migos blew up, yeah. where where rap and, and where street rap and pop music kind of met at this intersection. Yeah. At that time, like Rick Ross was doing numbers, but he was still doing numbers on the rap side. Exactly. So for her to like, if she wanted to kind of hit this kind of mainstream, obviously she's gonna have these pop songs. Obviously yeah. she's gonna be doing all of this stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit unfair. At the same time. It's interesting because you figure at the same time she's at a certain place where she, you figure, you know, after that, you could have her kick and eat it too. And it was weird to kind of see Nikki the MC disappear kind of from the face of the earth for a couple of years. Yeah. Where arguably her big breakout moment literally was her being a beast MC on a Kanye West track. Yeah, no, I mean, yo, shit, that verse is just. Yeah, it's, it's one of the most iconic, like, like. That monster verse yeah. is, is incredible. Nobody's out rapping her. Yeah, like she came <laughs> and stole the whole album, and yeah. and and it, and it was great to hear that. And I think that's why I rooted for her, and that's why. And and it's weird because I don't want to disparage her because even though she was doing a lot of, a lot of pop songs, she was still doing it from a certain place of a certain uh, certain underrepresented place. Yeah. So she, that's why she's a lot of passionate fans because like, oh, here's this black girl doing this pop stuff. You know, really like her. Like she never. It's not like she never really for, for got rid of her identity per se. Yeah. It's the fact that she kind of stopped rapping. And so that's why it's weird where you you watch this this this, this master rapper, be, you know, do a lot of okay singing tracks. <laughs> yeah, no, I, no, I feel you, I feel you. I, I think you're right. You know, it's, it's, it's a different era. 
<laughs> it was like five years ago. But yeah, which still. Is, yeah, it's, 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 which is forever in music, though. Yeah. Like I said, it's five years ago, you would not see yeah. you know, three dudes in blouses <laughs> yeah, exactly. rapping I mean, in triple time. Like, things have changed yeah. so much. In our, so I, like, like, you'll never see a rapper of Nicki Minaj's like, you know, stature doing a pop track yeah. in 2018. No. You know, it's like, like I think back then, you know, again, it's like, you know, you want to be able to cross over. You want to be able to, to move beyond, like, the street singles. Like, I mean, you, you, you were signed to a label that... <laughs> They want their money. It's, yeah, want their, <laughs> wants their money, so you got to do what you got to do. Like, you know, so I, it is what it is. But uh, going back to this, 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 this you know, I, like Nikki Cardi beef, um, it does seem like, a, a, you know, it, it sucks that we're, we're here. It sucks that we can't have both Nikki and Cardi in both celebrating each other's work and celebrating, you know. And I know there's an article that that, that cat came out, and I, I forgot and maybe it's like the root or something, and they're talking about how, like, Nikki and Cardi are beefing, and it's okay, you know, which is true at the same time. I mean, yeah. it's okay. No, it's yeah. o- it is okay, but it's also kind of like, like this is like we we're in this whole. It, there can only be one moment, and it's not okay. The fact that I don't know. I mean, I I I, just, I felt like this beef kind of came out of nowhere. And like Nicki Minaj is crying on Beach One Radio, I'm just kind of like, yeah, and it's you know what, <laughs> and and you know, and, and I see both sides. Like we shouldn't have like if because we're both, it's like it's like it's like being any kind of other minority. It's like just because we're both here doesn't mean we have to like each other. Yeah. At the same time, just because we're both here doesn't have to be Highlander, whereas like there could only be one. Like what's kind of disturbing about I think Nicki Minaj to Cardi B is the fact that you have a lot of these SoundCloud rappers. The the barrier to getting to having a big rap single is relatively low. Yeah. But yet it's still a place where all these little weird one hit wonders have all been men. All these been these weird trapped oh, yeah. out. So so there's the sexism is kind of playing out there. Even with Nicki Minaj, how I was saying how it was good for her to kind of go this pop route. There's definitely the idea of where if she was a male rapper, it would have been easy for her, like Big Sean. Like yeah. Big Sean was still able to be Big Sean and cross over and not not have to completely do the uh, full out pop. Yeah, where she had to kind of go full pop princess because why not? She's a pretty she's a pretty woman. Yeah, she's got her looks. You yeah. know, we might as well sell it out as you know have her going to Katy Perry Riri Lane. Yeah, and it's kind of unfortunate, and, and I and I kind of feel bad that where even hip hop in 2018, as much as it's grown, as much as it's changed. It's still very, very, very sexist. Oh, very sexist. And it's like, it's unfortunate because like, you know, it shouldn't be an issue. It should be the same way how, like, I've never seen anybody be like, yo, I like Future, I hate, I hate Migos, you know? Yeah. Or yeah. I like Young Thug and I hate. Like, yeah. And, and like, it's, it's, and it's weird, but however, but because they're female MCs, they have, they even have to be BFF or hating each other. This can't exist in their own yeah, world. Yeah. Particularly since they're in totally different lanes because it's not like as if like, you know, right now, Cardi B is a street rapper. Yeah. We crossed over, and then like Nicki Minaj is a big pop star. Like they could both do both those things. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's just weird that like you know as a public, and like and like we discussed, I felt like it was they were set up for this to happen. Like it's not really on them. Even though Nicki may be mad, even though Cardi may be mad, I don't think it's genuine. I mean, not genuine, but I don't think it's it's organic the way that happened. I felt like people are there looking at them. You know, Cardi B says something that they're asking her at an interview. Nicki's saying something they're asking her at an interview. Oh, yeah. There's people around them that are kind of pushing this. Just the media is kind of forcing the way it is inorganically where they just can't let them be. Who cares? Yes. Yeah. And, and, and it sucks, too, just because, like, I feel like Cardi needs her moment. Yeah. You know, like, this is a culmination of, you know, I mean, Cardi's been around for a while. You know, this is a culmination of, like, all, like, that she's worked for in her career. And, you know, I I mean, I'm, I'm not really... Blaming the Nicki Minaj, but you know, you do kind of drop like, you know, a couple of tracks that are kind of like a little bit kind of like, hey, I'm still here. Yeah. You know, in the middle of this Cardi B, you know, kind of uh, the Cardi B wave. Wave. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's, it's, it's yeah, it's, 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 it's it, I just think it's sad. You know, I, I, I think that, you know, again, like, I hope that. You know they can resolve their their beef. I don't even know if it's a beef. It's just stupid. It's it's, it's the argument at the end of the day is I was mad she was giving an interview and not shouting me out after we did the song 
that we're arguing over because Quavo said do this and rather you know it's just it's, it's, yeah it's, it's even the beef give me real beef like somebody sleep with each other somebody get pregnant with somebody else's baby father <laughs> like you know somebody crash somebody else's Maserati yeah you know I'm, give me something I mean but shit when would we have beef like that <laughs> that's like real beef oh come on give that's me something like, that's like shit when you're just like oh shit like <laughs> I might get like God. <laughs> You crashed my Maserati. <laughs> uh, my Bugatti. Yeah. On both of those cars. Oh, look at I that. own. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> but let's bring it back to, 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 to Cardi. Cause it's like it's and it's great. I think it's I think it's awesome having this great year. Yeah. I think it's like because they had a couple of clips of I don't think she played Coachella yet, but clips of her like practicing ahead of time. Yeah. And she's there twerking and heels, like pregnant belly and all. So yeah. I just gonna imagine it's gonna be another great performance. Like it's gonna happen. So it's like it's cool to have this regular this. It's cool to have where. Not to be funny, you've got these ideals of like, let's say your Beyonces, your your Rihannas, where these are these higher, higher, bigger than life, yeah. like figures, and you have your Cardi B, whereas it's like, look, I'm just a regular, regular girl from the Bronx, as she would say. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, I mean, like, and, and it's it's you saying that too, true. It's, it's it's like she's so relatable, she's so just chill, like. I mean, her sister now is becoming like <laughs> a social, <laughs> like a star, which is 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 great. It's almost you know like it's it's really cool to see just regular ass people yeah now like make it big and like live the American dream. You know, American dream is dead, so it's good. To, it's cool to kind of see like yo, this is somebody from the block. She's doing this thing. She's out here. You know, like she has a pink Bentley and yeah. she can't even drive. like like it's it's, it's, i mean like it's cool to see aspiration kind of back in hip-hop and i think like like you know she's aspiration for like working class people yeah working class person background and like now she's out here whereas beyonce was always kind of like on that (laughs) like yeah elevated level yeah it was it was and and another takeaway from either way where you've got somebody who kind of like you know who was kind of bred to be like this like almost perfect you know entertainment machine yeah. whereas somebody who kind of like struggled, struggled through it but yeah. like at the same time like I said it's, it's it's cool to have like you know somebody just normal like it's somebody where came from impoverished places you know yeah. worked her way out there abusive boyfriend you know had shit for some money and it's kind of organically put up, posted these like funny vines it got on TV and you, there's, there's a nice trajectory there which anybody can kind of hopefully achieve exactly yeah exactly but speaking of Beyonce speaking of Baychella <laughs> Beychella destroyed the internet. Oh my, my, my Twitter was all messed up. I usually go on Twitter um, to go get my pop culture news, <laughs> and it was all Beyonce over and over and over and over and over again. I mean, look, Beyonce. She's the first black woman headliner in Coachella in like nineteen twenty years. Um, she did the work. She put in the work. Like she, I mean, the shit went for two hours. She did not stop for two fucking hours. Like she put in all the work. And the thing is, it's in, the work was insane. Like she's costume changes, marching band, skits. Yeah, she's she you know she's on a platform. She's over here. She's over there. You know, it's something where the camera edits, even the camera edits themselves yeah. were perfect. It yeah. was like a live, and like it's it's just forgetting about Beyonce, forgetting about the actual performance. Just logistically to pull that off would require months, months. of planning. Months. months. I mean, you know, she had I think it's a hundred and fifty people on stage with her. So marching band, she had like a violin section. She had you know her band that she always tours with. She has dancers. Like like, it's incredible to pull that stuff together. Like they, they were I guess rehearsing for eleven hours a day. Like it's incredible to put that pull what what she pulled off. Like if, if like if you say you hate Beyonce after you see his performance. I'm still going. I'm going to slap you in the face. Yeah, no, there's no way. Like it's, it's <laughs> there's, there's no way. You know, and I'm not. I'm not even like a fucking Bayhive. You know, but I'm just like I, I admire the work that she put in. I admire like her determination, effort to make in an entertainment experience. Yeah, no, you can't. You, there's no way you could look at it and say, oh well, she's mediocre. It's something where. You know, and while this is all happening, she's dancing, she's singing, pitch perfect. It's something where just aesthetically, even if you may not like her music, yeah, you can't deny the work there. It was a Super Bowl show. 
Instead of 15 minutes, it was two hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two hours uncut. Look, it was better than any Super Bowl show. Oh, yeah. By a large it's margin. By a, by, a, by a mile, it's better than the Super Bowl show. Um, like The best thing about Beyonce is she kept it really black. Yes. She kept it really, really black. Like, she had strange fruit in there. Like, she worked strange fruit into her set. I'm looking forward to all the think pieces tomorrow about, like, this is what an H, you know, historical black university is like. Yeah. And this is stepping. Yeah, and she worked a slight. step show into yeah. her set. She worked, you know, the whole, you know, um, like the line into her set for, like, uh, you know, for uh, a fraternity line into her set. You know, she worked the black national anthem into her set. Come on, man. Crumping. Crumping still Crumping. exists. Like, Becky's going to be like, oh, my God. <laughs> Lift her voice and sing. Is that a new track? Yeah. Can I get that on Spotify? <laughs> and it's, you know, <laughs> and it, on her, like you said, it's on her terms. It's something where, like, she could have easily gone back to the whole, and I don't want to diss, but like how she could have, because Beyonce's at a level where, and I think that's what I expect a lot from when you kind of reach that kind of echelon. Yeah. Where it's like, all right, I could do whatever I want, so I'm going to do me. And it's yeah. cool she's at that phase of her career where it's like, all right, I don't have to have, like, you know, you know, bring out Lady Gaga because you have a single coming out in three weeks or yeah. something like that. It's just like, all right, you guys gave me a two hour slot. I have X amount of money. I've got X amount of time to prepare it. Leave me alone. I'll, I'll, I'll give you something awesome. And and that's cool that she's able to do that. Yeah, no, definitely. And I, I think, too, it's just like, again, like as a, as a culture, as a society, we need this. Like, there's not that many people now who are on Beyonce's level who can, like, provide, like, provide entertainment. Not like you go out there, you sing, like, you know, 10 tracks from your last album yeah. and jump around. Like, this is entertainment. This is, She's telling a story. She's like, get, you know, it's just, <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's almost like going to a Broadway show. Because yes. apparently they had an intermission and everything. Like, it, it's... It, it, it is a complete package that she's giving you. And and then she could have easily cheated it. She could have easily came, because Lord knows, she could have came out there with the shimmy dress and yeah. the high heels yeah. and a whole bunch of background dances and done, you know, like her best, you know, Tina Turner impression for an hour and a half. And we would have still said she killed Coachella. Like, she didn't have to do this. And that's what's no. crazy about it. She was just like, all right, no. I'm going to give you your money's worth here. Yeah. I mean, and again, like, people of color coming out here, saving the world. <laughs> 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 you know, in a week where we couldn't sit at Starbucks, in a week where we can't ask for directions. Nope, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're still out here essentially becoming the backbone of America's cultural spectrum. And and it's and it's and it's the way it's been. You and know. and you know, it, and it's it's glorious where there's a representation of blackness that also feels inclusive. Like it's yeah. not like she's out there like and that's why I I, I didn't like when I mean obviously Fox News is going to Fox News. We're going to like all formation and Black Panther and da 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 da. Where like, you know, she's doing this and you have Adele, you know, twerking in like on her, on her own Twitter feed about what's happening. Yeah. It's something where you really can't get mad at like the artistry on stage. The artistry is universal. So oh, like, yeah. It's like obviously you, you can make the argument that she's speaking to us, you know, it's for us bias, but not really. It's she, she's just putting a great ass show for everybody. Yeah, I mean, but she, I mean, of course it's not for us, but she's at Coachella. Yeah. There's not a lot of us out in Coachella. Speaking of which, did you catch, speaking of Coachella with 2018, there, there were a lot of things she did, like a lot of like drops. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, oh shit, look at her trying to make sure, because you know, it's Coachella, you have to give the EDM a little shout out. Yeah. You can't just kind of go out there and just do straight, you know, you know, soulful horns. You got to have a little bit of, you know, synthesizer going on in the background, a little beat drop or something. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, the, the well, I mean, I know that, but like, I loved. Uh, she did like Phil Cootie drop. Yes. She did like Crucial Conflict. Hey, mm. Pastor like, Troy, Pastor Pastor Troy. Like, she did all of these like drops. Whereas, like, if you know what this is, like, you're going fucking incredible. Yes, you're going insane. If you don't know, like, you're just like it's still you great. Know, you're still going insane. Yeah. Like, this is dope. Like, you know. If you're exposed to black marching bands and HBCU like marching bands, like you're going crazy, you know. Like if you if not, it's funny too because like I you know I'm on Reddit. I'm I don't know why, but <laughs> you know there's there's people you know there's white people who are like it's remind you know they might have played the black like you know high school or the black college. And they had the marching band come out and like show out, and it's, like this dude's kind of like, yeah, I re like this, like I remember seeing that as like a white dude in like you know like Tennessee or something, and like I connected to like what Beyonce was doing because like I saw that like 
you know, go blank playing these black high schools. And it sucks that, you know, we're segregated as a country or whatever, but it's just like there's a connect you know, there's a yeah. connection there. There's a connection there. And I and I think like, you know, there's like just like Black Panther, it's a skill to make something that's that that is all about blackness, but that can cross over. Yes. You know. Um great, so, yeah. great allegory. Perfect. Yeah, right there. No, and it's something where it's kind of cool. And it, it also shows where because you always have the idea of where going back to the whole crossover thing where like how Nikki was able had to become pop, but now you've got Migos crossing over. Where there's this idea of where yeah. it can't be too, too, too ethnic. Yeah. They won't accept it. But time and time again, those doors get blown out of the way. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. And, and like I said, like this has only been a trend in like the past like five, ten years. I mean, and it's like this really interesting offshoot of like Black Lives Matter movement, where now like we're kind of reaching back into our blackness and and kind of like being proud of our blackness but we're also again like we're the backbone of you know culture and society in america so like what we think is cool is what america thinks is cool yeah you know at the end of the day that's always been like that even you know I mean, racism is interesting where we might dance to you, but we still might like call the cops on you <laughs> <laughs> if you're sitting at Starbucks, <laughs> you know, but, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's cool to see artists kind of do that. And it's cool to kind of see like the fact that you don't have to sacrifice integrity. Like Beyonce's not, she didn't sacrifice anything Yeah, last night, you know, like it's, and it's cool, and and it's something where I like the fact of because I and, and and we all know like you know she's been a, the, one of the premier pop stars for a minute, and then I think what kind of made her like supernova level now was the fact of you know the last couple of albums she's less of a like manufactured pop star, but yeah. she's talking about motherhood, she's talking about you know yeah. pregnant sex, she's talking about like you know infidel she's talking about these real things and it's, it's she's showing her going back to the whole idea of being cardi b obviously beyonce and cardi b two totally different levels but it's interesting that beyonce's popularity is even or her, her the mythic idea of beyonce is getting even more cemented by her doing things that are not so manufactured yeah whereas it's like oh here's me talking about you know my 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 father my father being a dick to me here's me you know doing formation about you know oh to like you know you know, black solidarity. And it's like, yeah. it's cool to kind of see, cause you can have a kick in it too, where I think for a lot of pop stars, you're afraid to lose that, that you're, you're afraid. Yeah. You're like, I'm at this, I'm at this level and I don't want to fall off. Yeah. And then I, and I think that's what kind of, you know, eats a lot of pop stars away. Like you look at, look at a Michael Jackson, let's say, which we'll get to in a second. <laughs> but it's the idea of where yeah, yeah, a lot yeah. of it was the fact that he, I, I, and you kind of felt it where he was afraid to kind of tour, he was afraid to do this, to do that, because how do you, how do you out Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson? Yeah. And it's like, how do you do that? How do you keep that momentum up where you, people expect something groundbreaking, something fantastic every time you come out? It's just a load of pressure. And it's cool where, you know, you've got a Beyonce where, you know, obviously she cares because, you know, to a certain extent, but she's just like, all right, fuck it. If, if it comes out and it does great, it's great. If it flops, it, she's at the position where if it flops, it's fine. She could always just make another album of just, you know, give me body and put a ring on it and she'll make the money back anyway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Definitely. Uh, so the reason I started laughing when you said Michael Jackson is because of this, this text that you sent me, <laughs> which you called Beyonce. You said, new Michael Jackson crown. <laughs> and I have to give it a shout out because this is an argument that's been... Uh, it's been had in the past. I'll shout out to Questlove, mm-hmm. an OK player, because it's an argument that got brought up in the past. And because the, the crazy thing is, she's been Beyonce, quote unquote, for so long. Oh yeah. This is an argument that's been that's like a decade old. Yeah. And I and I think of Beyonce. What I what what I'm trying to make is the fact of what's scary about Beyonce is the fact that she's been at an entertainer at a certain level for so long like two decades plus that to have that happen and have her being at the prime of her game is crazy because now you've got the skills and you've got the wisdom and you've got the old reflexes. It's something where like, like, you know, two hours performance, like who's doing two hour performance, but she's young enough. She's like spry enough. She's wise enough to do all this crazy stuff where like, you know, if, if she's pulling stuff where you don't see like, like Bruce Springsteen is out there doing two hours, doing three yeah. hours. But yeah. she's doing it as a 36-year-old mother of, of kids. You know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. And it's kind of crazy at that level of swag where I think where with Michael Jackson, 
obviously he's without Michael Jackson, none of this would exist. He, like he, the of concept course. of a pop star begins and, and ends with him. Of course. But what's interesting is the fact of where, as far as what she's done, it's kind of crazy where it's, there's a comparison there to be made. And it's weird because people kind of say you can't say that about Michael Jackson. You know, Michael Jackson gave us Thriller. He gave us Off the Wall. <laughs> he moonwalked. He yeah. did all this, all that. Yeah. But what's crazy is, and that kind of, kind of messed up, I think is the idea of where like Beyonce is free. Like, because of what Michael Jackson did and came out and suffered all, you know, whatever you feel about his past, he went through a lot of shit. Yeah. And then, you know, he came, you know, they weren't they weren't playing videos, black videos on MTV yep. until Sony had to put their foot down and say, hey, this asshole over here is a fucking star. You better play it or we're taking all our videos away from you guys. Yeah. So without that happening, Beyonce wouldn't exist. And I think where Beyonce benefits the fact of without, with there being less barriers, I'm going to say no barriers because she's still a, a young woman, young black woman at that. Yeah. So trust me, a lot of shit's in place. Yeah. But Michael Jackson was able to go up there, trip that wall down, and Beyonce just fucking dance right the fuck through it oh, in high course. heels. Of course. <laughs> yeah, no, it's funny because uh, <laughs> I think like at brunch, I brought this up, and I think people were kind of wary about, you know, the comparison. And then one particular 23-year-old person who I'm not going to out, I'm not going to dox her. I'm not going to out her on the podcast. <laughs> Because she listens, <laughs> uh, said that Mike Beyonce is better than Michael Jackson, which it's tough. I have to come down. I have to come, you know, like I thought a table was going to get flipped. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we were going to be wild now at brunch today. Um, <laughs> you know, and, and I, I, again, like I walk back and, you know, again, like, like when, when we were growing up, like Michael Jackson was like that. Was, there was only one. I mean, and Prince too. But like, my parents wouldn't let me listen to Prince. Yeah, they wouldn't even listen to Michael Jackson. You know, so like Michael Jackson to me was uh, uh, like Prince to me. Like I, I really enjoy him at a later age. But my, Michael Jackson and, was just like more part of my childhood. And you can make an you know? argument that uh, Michael Jackson is a pure pop star, where Prince kind of was more R and B. So even rock. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it was yeah. weird where. He had obviously a purple ring. He had pop stardom, yeah. but that was it. But he was still dropping classic. Like it was, it's weird. He's 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 a musician's a musician. He's critically superb, yeah. but he wasn't that mega pop star like Michael Jackson was. No, no even though no. he wanted it to be. No, 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 definitely not. And, and I think you know, like we have those touch points. Like you know, again, like when Black or White dropped after The Simpsons, like that's a touch point that like anybody of our generation, which is a shitty song, by the way. In hindsight, bad it's a song. shitty song. It's a shitty, <laughs> song. It's a shitty video. I was like fucking ten years old. And Macaulay Culkin was in it, and Home Alone was like my favorite movie at the time. And The Simpsons was like, you know, like yeah, whatever. It, it was it was a cultural moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was a cultural moment, you know. Um, but yeah, so like yeah, we have those touch points. And quick one, up. that was it. Slash was in there, right? Slash was in the yeah, video. Yeah, Slash was in the video. He was yeah. playing that little crappy ass acoustic guitar riff, right? <laughs> <laughs> No, it was acoustic. Oh, it was. was oh, yeah, it was. It was like, yeah, 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 yeah. No, he's he was like, you know, he got his money. Uh, <laughs> when have I seen Slash play a, a acoustic guitar? Actually, you're right. Never, never. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah. Apology, so, Slash. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh, we'll get some angry DMs from Slash. <laughs> That'd be great. I'll like print that out and put it on my wall. I bet you the DMs is, is his hair, a hat, and a cigarette. <laughs> And it is the same emoji. Just, <laughs> slash is mad at you. That would be amazing. Uh, but no, so like, yeah, we have those touch points like growing up when like, yeah, if you grew up in the 2000s, Beyonce was that touch point. Beyonce is like on that elevated pop level. So I'm not mad at her for saying that. I have to like walk myself down and like be calm and rational about it. Um, I wouldn't, yeah, I, w I don't want to compare them, but uh, like you said, like they're on that. I mean, she is this level's Michael Jackson, this, this generation's Michael Jackson to a lot of people. And like, you know, she's on that level, like song wise, maybe, maybe not. It's, I feel like it's hard because, but it's also, yeah it's, all, yeah, it's also hard because like, again, like growing up, there weren't that as many distractions. So something like Bad or Thriller or Billie Jean, I mean, those still get played in the club. Yeah. Whereas, like, even some of the like, early, like, you know, like, Beyonce stuff and Destiny's Child stuff, like, won't get played in the club. Yeah. You know, so, like, but there's more distractions. So, like, there's, there's more, I, I think there's less 
of us like I mean there's more choice even in the 2000s than there was like in 1985 yeah so but yeah I mean I, I, would, I would I mean I would comp- I would compare them in a way of saying like yes we like they're the same in the fact that they're vaulted celebrity entertainers I um, have a question for you that I'm gonna throw yeah. out there could she be even more popular than Michael Jackson? And the reason why I say this, and I'll tell you why. Because what was interesting is, again, my Twitter feed, I'm just there looking for Instagram models, and all of a sudden it's all about Beyonce. Suddenly you saw things of Adele. You see Adele there, like, geeking out to Beyonce. And you see Rihanna front stage geeking out to Beyonce. So you've got these other preeminent pop stars. So if Beyonce wasn't there, like, Adele sells a million and one albums, Riri yeah. sells a million and one albums. And even there geeked out they're looking at Beyonce as a mega fan yeah so that's what's interesting about that where like even in their mind she's not their peer even though technically she is like she sells a shitload yeah. of records and yada yeah. yada yada but the fact of where she's that big is insane yeah I mean I, I do have to say obviously we wouldn't even know if like say Prince was geeking out to Michael Jackson you know because like Prince don't have any oh no no technically we do know thanks to Q God who said Prince was waiting outside? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But you know, I mean, you know, I mean, all right. So Prince is probably a bad idea. But like, shit, I'm trying. Shots to of, Quincy. We need more tea. <laughs> I'm trying to think of other like pop stars, like Cindy Lauper. But that's the thing. You know, it's, but it's Toto. But it's weird. <laughs> Toto, yeah. She's out there like those Toto cats are awesome. Phil Collins. The- <laughs> but it, but it's crazy because like it's, the thing is, and I, I think it's maybe it's, it could also be the fact is this lack of because even like a, a Rihanna and even Adele, Adele's doing great things. She's a great great songwriter. Yeah. But even her lane isn't that pop star lane. She she has it, she has but it's it. really more soulful. Yeah. Rihanna Rihanna's somebody where you know she makes great pop songs, but Rihanna's gonna sing dance you know for two hours. No, yeah. Rihanna's gonna go you know maybe you might get an hour and a half and then she's out on stage smoking a blunt. You know, so it's hard to kind of, so it's weird to have somebody who's just kind of like, I am doing this 150%. And I think that's kind of interesting where in a weird way, like, like nobody wants that crown, at least in Michael Jackson's era. No. You, you could argue Prince wanted that crown. You could argue that maybe Rick James wants that crown. But here, everybody's kind of like already waved the white flag on some like, you, it's, it's your but, screen. But like, like, again, like, you know, Beyonce was performing, like we were practicing for 11 hours a day. That crown is heavy. Yes. That crown is mad heavy. Of course. Like, again, like, Rihanna don't want to practice 11 hours a day. Agreed. <laughs> and Adele has kids. Like, she, 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 she intentionally drops away. She's like, the reason why you don't see me out all the time is because I want to spend time with my kids. Beyonce have kids. No excuses. <laughs> Hashtag no. No. And my blue eye is out there like, bomb. <laughs> you better go out there and make this money. I was watching those rehearsal videos. You were half a second late on that one twirl. <laughs> Drop and give me 50 burpees. Because we all know <laughs> in a Carter household, who runs it? Yeah. Blue Ivy. <laughs> and I'm sure it's like Blue Ivy, the twins, Beyonce, and then Jay Z. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jay Z's at the bottom. Way at the bottom. And sad about it, too. I was like, yo, man, I just wanted to watch, you know, I just wanted to watch the movie, girls. And he's like, nah, <laughs> watch Moana now. Turn that shit off, dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but uh but yeah no so like yeah beyonce is still the queen bee um i feel sad for i kind of forgot what the other who the other headliners are for coachella it's weekend and it's uh eminem now weekend is a guy named jeff weiss who has a passion of weiss blog in la and he's right for LA Weekly, which is oh, a yeah. whole side story because LA Weekly basically is not really LA Weekly. Yeah. Like they fired everybody and a whole bunch of like scabs showed up and made it like it's basically like Fox News, but with yeah. this nice hipster yeah. near on it. But anyway, he wrote one of the greatest, yet one of the worst reviews of the Coachella weekend show, where basically is just like it just kind of points out like like it, it's it's there's a lot of funny there's a lot of crazy little funny lines he kind of puts in, kind of puts in there where it's just basically kind of shows you like the emptiness of the whole thing yeah which I think is a little unfair because the weekend kind of like he kind of came out doing like we discussed like a, like a, like a, like the last podcast he came out with a certain angle yeah kind of doing it a certain kind of way so it's not really necessarily his fault whereas like everybody's kind of depressed and like you know drugged up but like you know it's something where yeah, I mean, all I know is he cried during a song that he wrote about um, what's 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 homegirl's name? Which one, um, Gomez or Hadid? Selena. Selena. Oh gosh. Um, 
And I guess like people were like, weekend fans were freaking out because like the weekend like during the show is very like kind of like I don't give a fuck, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, so, I mean, obviously Eminem are weekend. They're not going to go like head, you know, toe for toe for Beyonce. No. Um, yeah, I don't even know who. Like, I just like, like she set the standard and she set the bar so high. Like, I, I couldn't tell you who can like either even like get up to like a third of that bar to be. Mm-hmm. 100%. None. And, and like, even you have your person, like, let's say, like, who you're going to have is going to be like, like your Eminem, who's, who's a huge, even though that album was kind of dog duty, he's a, he's a dude who sold like, what, 20, 30 million albums, if not more. Like, yeah. He, I think he went diamond at least once, if not twice, over his career. Yeah. And he's got, so even that dude is not going to be able to compare. Yeah. 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 Uh, oh, by the way, the, the bar that my man, Y said, ready for this one? What was that? He called, the weekend, Canada's most celebrated consumer of narcotics since Rob Ford. <laughs> R.I.P. R.I.P. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, what you been listening to, man? What I've been listening to? Uh, a lot of the rapidy rap recently. Rapidy um, rap. Uh, another great album dropped, which I kind of felt like I knew it dropped, and it felt a little bit under my radar. It's weird a lot of the times because you have a lot of dope artists that you like. Yeah. But you don't really check for them. Like, you know it's dope. You know it's solid. But it's so much new music. It takes yeah. you a while to kind of catch up. Whereas, like, oh, I'm pretty sure that's dope. I'll listen to it eventually. So it was uh, Gene Gray and Kel Chris. Mm-hmm. So they dropped the album, Everything is Fine. So it's, it's a, I won't say it's a concept album per se, but it's like a running motif where everything is fine. is very sarcastic. Yeah. So they're on the album cover together. And, like, you know, they're holding hands. And, like, they look very, like, almost like a car commercial. Yeah. And then, like, every, like, couple of songs is like, a, everything's fine. The world's ending, but everything's fine. So it captures like this weird, like, I guess almost, you could almost say like Instagram age where everything is well curated. Everything's got to look good. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got to have the perfect lies, but deep down inside, we all know we're kind of fucked, yeah. just to put it bluntly. Yeah. But uh, it's but besides that, it's just dope. The beats are great. He's rapping at a high level. She's rapping at a high level. Um, a lot of great concepts, a lot of great metaphors. And the songs are generally fun. Like it's, it's, it's weird because also at the same time, it's hard to hear a rap song nowadays. That's a fun rap song. Yeah. Which is why I think Cardi B is also doing really great because yeah. it's really just a fun summer album as opposed to like, let's say, you know, your future where it's just like, please kill me now. So it's another album where it's just fun vibes, even though it's dealing with dark, dark subject matter, whereas like, you know, it, it takes something that's kind of depressing, yeah. but it kind of puts a good light to it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's a great little fun album. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. I, you know, I, I haven't been listening to a lot of music this week. The, the, the funny thing is, and if, if, Beyonce didn't slay and destroy at Coachella yesterday. I probably would have talked about how I haven't talked about music or I haven't been as passionate about music this year as I've been passionate about other things. Notably Wild Wild Country on Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Which if we had like uh, Reg and Stone talk Netflix, shit, we have three podcasts about that. I'm just waiting. I might start a rap career. With just bars from Wild Wild Country. Yo, <laughs> Sheila from Wild Wild Country is about like she needs to uh, drop the highest mixtape of the year. Oh, it's gonna be great. She uh, got bodies. Get Metro Boomin on she got, there. She got bodies. Ooh, all red blooded out. Oh, uh, she got uh, bodies. Insane. But all that to say, like it's 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 been, like like you know other than like you know Beyonce coming out and some, like you know Drake doing we haven't even talk about like uh like the Drake video that dropped. You know like. It's been a really weird year for music for me because, like, it just didn't. It, it seems like the people I would talk to about music and the people that would be like geeking out about music, like we've been geeking out about Wild World Country or Black Panther, yeah. or, you know, or video like games. It's 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 the it's, me. It's we're peak media. Yeah, it's, everything is coming at you. Everything's important. Everything's just like you know groundbreaking. You know. Every movie is groundbreaking. Every album is groundbreaking. Every video game is groundbreaking. Every TV show is groundbreaking. And it is. And it's great. Don't get it's me great. wrong. Yeah. But it's, it's too much dope shit for you to keep track of it all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, I mean, like, the, the albums I listened to this week didn't really, like, make a great mark on me. Um, but maybe that's what it is. Maybe 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 mediocrity is a new swag. Yeah, I, yeah I, I, think, I think it's like, um, you know, making music is i wouldn't say it's easy but it's easy like you don't have to go to a recording studio and, and things like that so 
it's easy to to just put something out and even put something out that's decent. But I think, you know, again, like when you have a hundred thousand decent things, you know, it, it's going to get lost in the water. Yeah, no, um, it's, we've lost a. It's the weird thing where everything's flat now, so all you need is a SoundCloud and a dream. Yeah. Where as a result, it's hard to keep track of everything because everything's dope. There's yeah. times where I'll let my YouTube play or let my SoundCloud play, and I hear all these great songs, and it's hard to keep track of it because like they, they come out to you every day. Exactly. It reminds me if you're like if you're a dancehall fan, like even though they were all the same rhythms, there was a point where even now where you could listen to like dancehall and it could play like two hours of just different new dancehall songs that you've never heard before. Yeah. Just because they're just turning them out. You know, and then they're all solid songs, and something similar is happening here, where we just kind of hit mass music, which is great. But the problem is that it's hard to find something to kind of like draw you out. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, there's, there's two albums I, I, I guess I'll nominate. Um, the one is actually this dude Saba, uh, who, who's from Chicago, um, affiliated with Chance the Rapper. He, he was, I think, he was on Acid Rap. Um, but he has this really amazing song called Life. And the production is incredible um, because it's this really like dark production, and they take these kind of like keys and they distort the fuck out of them. Awesome. And it's just like it it it, it seems like super industrial and super kind of like nine inch nails until like the eight weights drop. <laughs> you know. What all about the eight oh eights is that anywhere I'm like, what is this? Like, oh, it's a rap song. Once those eight oh eights hit. <laughs> now can go either way, you know. Um, but yeah, so it's it's, a, it's really cool to kind of hear, and like the video is actually really interesting. I don't know what the hell is going on, but it's cool which is to always see. great videos. Yeah, but it's cool to see a video that's like you know, you know, you could tell it's like shot on like a really low budget, but you can tell like they're trying to make some type of artistic statement. Um, you know, like it's been on repeat, and I think it's just because. And, you know, rappers have this where they just kind of go off on these tangents and they start rapping fast. And they just, you know, I, I think as a person, I enjoy that, you know, because I mean, uh, what's the like uh, the Jaden Swift track, like Falcon or something like that. He starts doing that and a couple other tracks where it's like people just start like almost like twist rapping. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's like for a track for like the, the whole vibe. It's all like black, like the videos, all black and white. The album cover is black and white. Like, you know, he's saying a story, he's saying a mood. Um, you were saying that he lost one of his boys, like in a really like. Yeah, like like uh, one of his partners, apparently that, uh, you know, they're rapping, they're performing, they, they had to own, you know, like their click. And then apparently like, you know, some stupid shit where, you know, on a train, arguing, yada, yada, yada. The guy walks away, and the guy comes up and stabs him to death, and then that's it. And then apparently that was that's why. Hence, you've got your nine snails since and everything else. Where he was trying to, it, it came from the album came from a place of tragedy, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's you know, unfortunately, you know, I was is it is interesting because like I was listening to it while I was in New Orleans, and I'm just kind of like I'm having fun, but <laughs> but it's ironic because New Orleans yeah. is a fun city, but it's a, there's always a it's, yeah yeah a it's, slave it's, port. There's always like a word. It's it's a weird darkness there, but it, it's a it's yeah. It's super dark. Yeah, it's mad dark. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it was cool that like he's able to kind of take me to that dark place while I was in a place of you know not darkness. Um, so you know, like the rest of the album, like nothing really stood out to me, unfortunately. But I that one song, like I'm I'm there for it. You know that that one song, like life, I'm I'm, I'm there. You know, like like. Again, like I stumble upon the video and I'm just kind of like, yo, this is incredible. You know, I, I, I think if he gets with the right producers and gets with the right, right people, um, you know, I think he could kind of pave that lane of, you know, kind of, uh, you know, kind of what uh, Schoolboy Q has done and some other like rappers who kind of like had that dark side. Yeah, which, uh, yeah, Schoolboy is one of my favorites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, that lane is kind of open for him to, to kind of take. So, um, you know, like not really feeling the rest of the album, but just based on that one track, like I'm, I'm, I'm ready to hear what he he does next. Awesome. Yeah. So. And um, what I've been kind of vibing to, what I just kind of heard about was uh, um, Cavalier. Mm-hmm. He's a dude I, I years ago, years. 
10 years ago, pro, proto Brooklyn hipster. He was a rapper I knew where he would sit there and kind of perform. And he had like a little rap crew and he was kind of always grinding. So it was interesting to kind of see somebody where, you know, I don't want to age him too much, but like he's been kind of putting work in his craft and it's, he's gotten better and better over the years. Bringing it back to the Gene Gray album where he was on the Kel Chris album. I don't know if it was if they were on it together on some Ghostface, Raekwon stuff, or he was just kind of just a heavy guest on it, but mm-hmm. he was kind of doing that stuff. And he had an album that just came out recently that was well regarded by Pitchfork. So it's kind of cool to kind of see something where, like, you know, like going back to the idea of where it's kind of hard to kind of, in 2000, everything is kind of dope and kind of great music coming at you here and here and there and everywhere. And everybody's got like a a laptop. It's kind of cool kind of seeing somebody kind of who was kind of grinding it through the whole thing and kind of eventually kind of make it where, you know, now they're kind of put on now, you know, they got a little pitchfork thing and hopefully, you know, they'll kind of blow up. And the album's called Private Stock and it's, it's, you know, apparently it's pretty solid. So I'm, I'm kind of happy for him. Shout out to Cav. Nice, yeah. nice. Uh, another artist I was listening to, um, he just dropped a new album, um, Tom Mish. Tom Mish. And it's it sucks because this is, I think it's his debut album. Um, he had this, this track called Sunshine, which to me is incredible. Um, it's like this mix of like folk, but 70s soul. And he has this voice where you either love or hate it. It's kind of like Sampha in a weird way where it's just kind of like, He's not singing to you. He's kind of talking. <laughs> you know, it, 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 it's like, it, unless you hear it, like, you, you can't understand what I'm saying, but, like, he's, it, it's, it's like a weird thing. Um, and he had this re- really great EP with this artist called Carmody, who's out of the UK. They're both out of the UK, um, which is a little bit more like folk, but still kind of soul. And he's young. He's like, I think he's like 21, 22. Like, he's super young, plays like every instrument, I think. He's from the UK, right? Yeah, he's from the UK. We, we, we got to have, have a discussion about the black councils to get together, but all these UK soul dudes, we might have to give them honorary passage. <laughs> <laughs> like, James Blake is popping up everywhere. He's, he was on, like, like, James Blake was on the Black Panther soundtrack of yeah, all places. Of course, so, of we're going to have to, gonna, we might have to. <laughs> There'll need, need to be a 2018 racial draft. Yeah, we have, we have to start drafting immediately right now because yeah. starting younger. It's gonna yeah. be crazy. <laughs> yeah, so like you know, like this this new album is actually again disappointing, and I think he had the right, speaking of soul and speaking of Black Council, he has a lane which is kind of like this indie like backing, but he has this kind of quasi soulful voice and it all kind of works. And this album geography. He tried to go like full soul, and it just it just did not. Uh, it does not, did not. He line wanted up. a little, a little bit out of his strengths. He yeah, wanted, wanted a little too it, deep it, into the it, river. And I think it's you know I and I couldn't tell if it was like put out by a label or whatever. Um, but it, it kind of seemed like you know again like a bit too commercial. Like he's kind of like oh well people like soul music, I'm just gonna make a soul song and it just it just did not work at all. Um, you know he has like. And he actually has a really dope track with like De La Souls on there, um, which is pretty, I mean, it's cool. Um, he has this like track Lost in Paris, which I think is kind of annoying, but like Gold Link is on there. Awesome. So it's, yeah. it's, but even then, it's just kind of like. It's, it's not a perfect match to his the feature, Yeah, the features yeah. didn't match up to like kind of his vibe, especially if you listen to some of his like earlier EPs and things like that. So. Uh, apparently, though, he gave like a really amazing show at Coachella this weekend. What you could imagine, like, like it's yeah. a, he's probably he's he's a if I'm correctly, he's like a classically trained guitarist. So I'm assuming that if if anything, he's gonna knock out his real life performance. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, you know, apparently, like you know, like I I, I would see him live. I definitely want to see him live. But um, you know, it's just kind of disappointing. Like I I was ex- I was excited about this album. Um, I was really excited about like you know kind of like based on his EPs. Um, I do have to say, if you're listening to him, to this and you just heard his name for the first time, like actually look for him on Spotify, Apple Music, and go back to like some of his older EPs, which I think are like brilliant. They're almost like perfection to me, um, especially the like the one with Carmody, which is like if you like like that indie sound, but you're also like kind of soulful. It just like it works in a weird, weird ass way, and it's like it's hard to describe. You know, um, and he, he kind of had to create this weird lane for him that kind of worked. And uh, again, like he kind of went out of his lane on some of these tracks in his album. 
And I was just kind of like, oh, man. You know, but there are some tracks that if you liked his earlier work, they, they're on here towards the end of the album. Um, but, you know, it's just kind of, again, like, I, it sucks, too, because I want artists to experiment. I want artists to do, yeah, like, and ex- you know. And I guarantee you, like, but, you know, like, like he's a fan of those artists, too. So it's weird. I, I doubt, like, he just, like, all right, let me randomly choose, you know, De La Soul. Who's going to call up De La Soul for yeah. a feature in 2018? So I guarantee you, in, in his mind, like, he's doing it for real. He just yeah. doesn't have, yeah. he just can't get it 100% for yeah. what saying. And, yeah. I, and I think, again, like, it, it's, you know, I, I'm sure he didn't have, like, a big team. Like, you know, it, it. Like your the team and your producers and like A and R like that's that's key like and I think whoever was A and R on this album was just not he needs to have the you know, know he needs to go out have you know like the Kanye West retreats where he has all his buddies come out there you know <laughs> have like James Bake Georgia Smith <laughs> all in the studio like nah nah mates <laughs> <laughs> not that track <laughs> yeah and and like those are his kind of contemporaries too so like I mean I'll be I'll, I'll be down for that. I'd be having James Blake producing like if James Blake produced Tomish like I think that it would be fire. King Cruel's is there like what the fuck smoking all the blunts. Yeah, <laughs> that would be like I'm like shit. How can I? I'm sure like they've had to be in the same room together. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like I'm sure like that has happened. <laughs> and I'm just kind of like, what is that? Like I just want to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> all those cats just like sitting around. Like. <laughs> Eating like traditional like you know British food, fish and chips. <laughs> Of a pint. Of a pint. <laughs> At the pub. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. My, my British accent is terrible. Work on that. You know, it, it, it sounds like like a cheeky ass like 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 posh white dude. It's yeah, it's it's hard. It's yeah. terrible. Like I yeah. It's it's hard. I feel like it's hard to get the thuggy like like British accent just because it's, it's a hard like it's it's too many layers of. It's yeah. It's what you've been exposed to. Like it's I guess like back in the day it was like masterpiece theaters. Like that's like my default. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. <laughs> my English counterpart is a sixty-five-year-old white white aristocrat from you the know, UK. <laughs> like it's only recently it's been like you know Top Boy and like all that grime you know, them. Yeah, and grime and things like that. But like you know. I, yeah, I, I can't do it. Like it's, it's already ingrained in me. <laughs> anyway, uh, you listen to anything else? Or? Oh, not really. I mean, a lot of weird things. There's one big band I've listened to recently. I don't know if I like it or hate it. Um, it's a band called Black Dresses from Toronto, Canada. What? And then they're doing... All right. They're doing, like, speaking of Nine Inch Nails, like industrial stuff. Mm-hmm. They're trying to add a pop sheen to it. So sometimes it works because... Yeah. Uh, it's almost like craftworky, nine inch nailsy, so it's very robotic sounding, very kind of intentionally like over distorted. Yeah. Um, the only thing is sometimes like it, and it's they've got these voices where sometimes it works because they'll be kind of like, you know, they'll, because the music is very robotic. Yeah. So while that's happening, they're kind of like you know singing, but more like ranting kind of. So that kind of fits the music. Sometimes, unfortunately, they kind of dip into more of a rip rapidy rap flow. But like you know, the rapidly rap flow you would have in like '90s, you know. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! Rapidly rap flow, like or as over if it's industrial. Because it's like the, the there's a certain beat to it. So yeah. Okay. It's like, so so if you listen to a little bit too much SoundCloud rap, I guess automatically kind of try to start to ride the beat, but you aren't really riding the beat correctly, and it sounds a little bit off. But Overall, it's called Waste Isolation, mm-hmm. and it's actually pretty cool. Like, it's something where, and I don't want to sell it because it is kind of harsh sounding at times. Yeah. But uh, I like what they're doing, and I, I like I like to see kind of where the project would go, just because a lot of it is, it's it's weird because, particularly with, like, the rise of EDM, it feels like harder hitting EDM is not really there. I feel like you had that a lot in, like, let's say, in your 90s, we had the FX Twins. Oh, yeah. You had a lot of, like, tech step, like, drum and bass. It was like a, and you know you had a little bit of it for a minute where you had Skrillex and those weird drops. Yeah. But for the most part, it kind of went straight to pop music. Yeah. So it's cool, even though this is definitely not EDM, to kind of hear like like electronics being used in a kind of a harsh kind of way. Because the problem with electronics is in general, like you know, the reason why a lot of dudes sampled you know jazz and a lot of these organic records is because it's an easy way to kind of like bend these you know machines to make it sound like like alive. Mm-hmm. So. I think a lot of times with like a lot of these electronic music, it tends to be kind of very, you know, perfectly, everything's perfect. Everything is, 
auto tuned. Everything yeah. is all the levels are perfect, and yeah. it's all you know it's it's mastered to come out straight from your iPod white headphones. And this is messy, and it's it's it's, it's punk. It's kind of like JPEG Mafia, a lot of those angrier JPEG Mafia songs. Yeah. So it's kind of cool to kind of see them kind of working with it. It's not perfect. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it. Yeah. But I've been playing it a lot, and I and I like it a lot. That's what's up. Yeah. That's what's up. Cool, 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 cool. But on that note, on that note, with my English accents. Yeah, you got good English Fellas, ladies, <laughs> we'll be back there next week to discuss more music. All right, Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know where to find us. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, All your Instagram, podcast hustlers. Twitter. You know what I'm saying? On the block. On the block. We're going to be handing out. Talking that music. We're going to be handing out talk, CDs talk. of you know our podcast. Please, please listen to my album. <laughs> please. You like music? Here, we talk music. You know what? Come buy this. You I, know I wouldn't be mad at doing that. We should do that for a weekend. Just hand out CDs. That'd be awesome, though. Yeah. I'll be out there and just follow tourists around and just be very angry. Like, yo, you don't like you don't like rap music? You don't like music, huh? Huh? What's wrong with you? <laughs> that shit happened to me on Wall Street like two weeks ago. Really? Yeah. Awesome. They still, awesome. They still do that? I'm, like, I was in shock. I was like, bro, are you, wait, seriously? <laughs> Like serious, huh? Click, click, dude. I'm like, but you're on Wall Street. Give me, give me a wee transfer link. Give me something on Wall Street. Really? A yes. band camp. Give me something crazy. Anyway, guys. Until next time. Until next time. Peace. Peace. Peace.